welcome everybody to the Corner Post Podcast. My name is Larry. And I'm Zach. And today we have an interesting and fun day in stored, episode in stored, whatever you want to call it. It's going to be fun and exciting. So how you been, man? It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a little bit. I've been I've been great working hard, you know. Wendy's isn't closed down during this coronavirus outbreak. Yes. So I'm working hard and keeping up with football for sure. That's the exciting part, keeping up with football. So we're going to explain why we haven't been popping out the episodes like we said we were in the first episode. So the first episode we said every Monday night we were going to pop out another episode and ride along all the way to the furthest to the the start of the season well things have gone away from us and things have changed so we have a new schedule out for the podcast for things being slower in the community of football around this time training camps starting but the draft is over with free agency frenzy is over with there's only a little bit of stuff you can really do so we've decided both mutually that we are going to do every other weekend onto the start of the season. And we're we don't have a schedule scheduled day because things are getting a little complicated between me and Zach, but we're gonna try to get them every other weekend, every other weekday, every other weekend, whenever we can, we will get it to you guys. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, this is an unprecedented time and time. You know, there's a lot of things going on that aren't normal. Work schedules are fluctuating, but we're definitely going to try our best to get the content to the listeners. So talking about content, let's start off with the recent news that's been circling around the NFL with two, actually three stars in the Giants, the Seahawks, and the Bills organization. Why don't we go straight into the big one with the Giants and the Seahawks? Because they were both pretty much um, together at this time, or allegedly not. So, Zach, why don't we uh, take it away with you? Because you're the Giants fan. (laughs) Unfortunately, at this moment, yeah. Um, (laughs) You know, allegedly, DeAndre Baker and Quentin Dunbar were at a party. You know, they were playing. They were having a dice game with the other members at the party. And then things started to take a wrong turn, allegedly, because, you know, nobody really knows what happened because now the witnesses are going back on their reports. Allegedly, Baker pulled out a gun and started robbing the other party goers and mm-hmm. along with Quentin Dunbar. And then they got in their getaway Ferraris and got away. But that's all allegedly. And now everybody's going back on their stories. So I definitely need to wait for more info before I start making a judgment. So what do you think his future is? Is he off the team? He's not off the team yet, but do you think he's going to be? I mean, this is not a yet. pretty big accusation. Yeah, I mean, it really is for sure. I'm not sure if he would be off the team I because now that everybody's going back on reports, I think he's safe for now unless some crazy info starts getting out. But if this is as far as it goes, I think he's safe. Well, it says right here. Um, 10, minute, 10 minutes ago on Bleacher Report, DeAndre Baker was playing Madden during the alleged armed robbery, attorney says. So, 
was he even at the party or was he not? This is this is getting out of the hands. I think someone is definitely lying in this situation. If it's the witnesses or if it's Baker. Yeah, someone would have to be lying. And I mean, listen, I get mad at Madden too, but if you're playing Madden at the party, <laughs> I don't think you have to start robbing people if you're losing. <laughs> I want your money. I want your money because I'm losing. Like, come on, man. <laughs> but that is definitely something we'll be keeping an eye out because they're... That is definitely an interesting topic to go off of. The next superstar, which he was a rookie last year and he had a great year, is Ed Oliver from the Buffalo Bills. He was arrested in Houston on a DWI and weapons charges. So right now... Ed Oliver will remain a part of the Bills' virtual offseason program. So he's on a different altitude with Baker where he's not allowed to interact with any of the Giants. Ed Oliver is allowed to interact, is allowed to take part. Hmm. Yes, this Ed Oliver situation, I think he's going to get suspended personally. You think it's going to... I I agree. Maybe four to six games, I think he's going to get suspended, but I don't think it's going to be anything too serious for him. Yeah. Uh, I would have to double check on this, but I'm almost positive this is the case. I'm pretty sure your first run-in with the law under, like, the NFL policy, your first run-in with the law regarding alcohol is, like, a three-game suspension, and then the punishments get harsher each time after that but i would have to fact check that but it's also weapons too so you have to also understand that the weapons were involved so they might add on maybe two or three more games so who knows oh yeah for sure i mean yeah that's that's definitely something serious especially in new york where they don't play with them wait, yeah wait, but was this he was, was, he was in houston right yeah he was in houston so houston so it must All have right, then, hmm. then, then it maybe, must have been i don't know I mean, did he get a permit did we have that maybe um, not that I can find here. I was not, I don't know what type of weapon it was, but it was definitely, it must have definitely be either he doesn't have a permit or it was like an assault rifle, which is not allowed. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. But there's no info on what type of weapons it was charged as I see right um, as I'm looking in. But I guess, again, we will keep you guys updated on what happens, especially for those dynasty players that work with offense and defensive players like myself and Zach. Absolutely. All right. Also talking about fantasy football and all other aspects of NFL, free agents. There are some still some huge names on that board that have not been picked up. Yeah, it really is crazy. Clowney, who was m- maybe the like gem free agent coming into this free agent offseason, is still mm-hmm. is still here, still unsigned, still negotiating contract prices. It's crazy. It's Even after the draft. So let's start off with Clowney because he was the big hot topic coming into free agent. He was a first round draft pick. That's impressive. Just in general, that's impressive. Yeah, it's first overall pick. Yeah, first overall pick. That's what I meant. Um, he, Seattle's reached. Uh, Seattle has retracted 
Um, I don't even know who else has been looking into him. Like, yeah, I'm personally not even sure either. That's insane. I was expecting him to be gone a long time ago, but he's still there. Yeah, uh, the I, next- he was somebody who I wanted the Giants to go after because they had, you know, a ton of money coming into this offseason. Yeah. But they decided to spend their resources elsewhere. And you know what? I'm happy with it, especially at the young price that I heard he was at before. Yeah. So I'm surprised like those heavy, heavy hitters, like you were saying, have people with big like the Jets, the uh, the Browns, the Cardinals, the Lions, those people who have huge, huge cap space and have a lot of money coming into this season. Why not get him for a one or two year deal if he's he's he wants to play. So, I mean, if he doesn't want to play that badly, if he's not going to take any type of deal. Yeah, right. So let's go. Who, into- who knows? Maybe he'll he'll go and drop you know some rap music like Le'Veon Bell when he wasn't playing. <laughs> Bringing out the Steeler jokes. I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next big top topic is Cam Newton, former MVP, former took his team to the Super Bowl. Yeah, like. What are your thoughts on Cam Newton still being on the free agency list? You know, honestly, I personally think he's a good quarterback. I think he's had some injury issues. Um, I think which everyone does questionable at times. Yeah, yeah, of course. Especially when you're, you know, more a more mobile quarterback and you take hits and you're a big guy and you're not shying away from the hits. Like you'll you'll see Cam Newton actually run over guys, which a lot of guys yeah. won't do. Obviously, a quarterback. But yeah, um, honestly, I'm. I'm I'm not too sure where I see him fitting in in the NFL right now. Like I I feel like everybody pretty much has their quarterback situation figured out, especially post draft. You know when a lot of cute quarterbacks were taken and a lot of quarterbacks were highly regarded. Yeah, definitely. Um, I see two teams in particular with me. Um, really that could use a Cam Newton for maybe one year or two years, depending on where they're looking at in the future. Uh, the first team is definitely the Jacksonville Jaguars. Minshew had his moments last year, but he had his downfalls last year. Do you really trust someone who's going into what's called a sophomore slump for quarterbacks? Also true. Or take a, also very true. Or take a quarterback that's been to the Super Bowl, won the MVP, has experience under center, and I think he can strive with Jacksonville. I really do. I think he can strive. The other team comes to mind who we, yeah, the other team that I think that could really use him again for a one or two year deal who didn't take a quarterback in the draft, who we thought would take a quarterback in the draft is Bill Belichick in the New England Patriots. And I saw some ESPN analysts saying that that's their number one spot for him getting landed. I think that would be a really cool. That I think that would be a really cool aspect for Cam Newton's behalf, learning under someone who really knows the in and outs of football. And you were saying his decision making is kind of questionable. Well, maybe under Bill Belichick, he could learn better and become a better quarterback. So I think that could possibly be a huge stepping stone for him if that does happen. Honestly, yeah, I. 
I I do agree with that. That would that would be something to follow. That might be the best outcome for Cam Newton's career. It really point. does. Um, it really would. Although I do believe that they believe in Stidham, but if, if that I do, is the yeah, Cam Newton would they go there? Ooh, I don't know. And then seeing <laughs> Bill Belichick go from Tom Brady to a mobile quarterback like Cam Newton, would he change up his system? This is also something be- to monitor during the season. Like a lot of people would be like, "Oh, Brady wouldn't be as good if he didn't have Belichick, and Belichick wouldn't be as good if he didn't have Brady." This year, we're really going to find out who was the mastermind behind that offense, or if it was a little bit of both. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm, I'm excited to see this huge outcome with the Patriots, Tom Brady, and definitely um, a different, different season per se. Because it's definitely going to be an interesting look. Yeah, it's definitely going to be for the upcoming. Yes. So the another um, right end, Everson Griffin. He's still on the free agency. He got released yeah, he later is. in this season, but still, he's a solid linebacker or outside line. Right end, left end, edge rusher, edge, edge rusher. So yeah, I mean he's he's pretty good at stopping the run and he's good at rushing the passer. Um, he he's gonna be a great pickup for somebody. Somebody's really gonna get a good value out of this player. So there is someone who I have coming in mind. It's not uh, I haven't read anything, but I see the Cleveland Browns with Griffin probably being the best landing spot across from Garrett. I think that would be a deadly duo, and I think that would be like the best situation for both Cleveland and Griffin. Do I want this as a Steelers fan? Hell no! But <laughs> yeah, for real. being an NFL mind and an NFL thinker, I think Griffin would succeed in Cleveland. And that would just add on to that stacked team that's just not performing. Yeah, yeah that's a really good take. I like that take. I, I really think they should pair him up with um, Garrett over there in Cleveland. Miles Garrett that really yeah. would be dope. Um, another huge name, Logan Ryan, the cornerback that picked off Tom Brady's last pass as a New England Patriot. Crazy. What are your thoughts about Logan Ryan, who's been up and down? Yeah, you know, Logan Ryan is a player that I really have loved dating back to his time with the Patriots. I would always take him in the Madden Fantasy Drives. I always thought he was good value. I thought he developed well. And he's really coming to his own as a player. Um, I think he he's somebody who I would want the Giants to take a snag after if this DeAndre Baker situation ends up being as serious as it is. But, um, yeah. Yeah, to, to, be, to be honest, I would love to see... Um, Pittsburgh take him as well. Him and uh, Joe Hayden. I mean, look at what Hayden happened. It happened to Hayden. Hayden came from Cleveland, who everyone thought Hayden was done. He was a bust. He was garbage now. And then he reamped his career in Pittsburgh. I would love to see Logan Ryan come across that field with uh, Hayden and make that dynamic duo with Fitzpatrick and Edmonds in the back. That'd be super exciting. I, I really do enjoy Logan Ryan as a person. I think his play style is amazing, and I do think he is a solid cornerback. 
that should be already off the free agent list. Nice take. I like that. And I can agree with those points. Another name in the free agency list is safety Eric Reed. It's definitely an interesting name. Um, this is somebody it, who it is. I'm not sure if he's going to be playing this next season, personally, starting-wise. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to see him starting on any team this upcoming season. But I definitely yeah. think he's going to be picked up as a depth piece. And, um, you know, he had that whole thing with the whole Cam Newton situation. I'm not going to speak on that too, too, too much. But um, I thought yeah. he was a solid player with the Niners and the Panthers. So, I mean, he, he's somebody that, like, if the Giants needed, like, a, vet, a more more of a veteran piece at safety, something that they're missing to, you know, maybe coach up McKinney or whatever, I think it would be a, a decent piece at a decent price. I agree. I agree. He uh, he had his ups and downs, but his overall player performance on field is good. He can really mentor somebody. He could really bring some younglings into the fold of how a safety should play. I think he has a dynamic play style. He reminds me a little bit about um, like a hybrid type. Like he goes into the box and then he goes back deep coverage. I think he can really change some some things for the, some of the young players that I could see in the future. For sure. Another free agent on the list that we have is Joe Flacco, quarterback. Another player who I'm not sure if I see playing this upcoming season. Starting, especially not. I'm I'm personally yeah. not sure if I'm going to see him on a roster, really. <laughs> I, I, I agree and I disagree again. Uh, going back to where Cam Newton could land with the Jaguars or the Patriots. You're talking about a veteran quarterback that, again, brought his team to the Super Bowl who's had countless of great seasons that led a team of dominance in the AFC. Like at one point, I remember the stat because again, I'm a Steelers fan. There was at one point that not a single quarterback besides four people have went to the Super Bowl. And that was Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Big Ben, and Joe Flacco. He was the first person to knock those three out. They had a long list of AFC quarterbacks of just them three going. And then Joe Flacco came out of nowhere and took it. Now it's going to be like Patrick Mahomes or somebody. But But I think if you need a person like maybe Joe Flacco goes to Jacksonville, maybe they do like Minshaw for the future. Have Joe Flacco teach him. I know I feel bad for Joe Flacco at the same time. I really do. He he was in Baltimore, his home. That's where he got drafted. And then Lamar Miller took his job. So he got traded to Denver. Leading Denver. And then another rookie comes and takes his job, Drew Locke. So I do feel bad for the dude. But I think he's he, he's a great player. And he has a lot of insight to teach younglings. Nice take. And now before I introduce this next person... I'm going to throw it all the way back to 2016. Giants are on the clock. Pick 10, round one. I'm like, oh, man, let's go. We could get offensive tackle Laramie Tunsil. You know, we could could even bolster up the secondary, get Carl Joseph, add to Odell Beckham, get Corey Coleman. Hell, maybe even get Taylor Decker, offensive tackle. 
with the 10th overall pick in the 2016 NFL draft, the New York Giants select cornerback Eli Apple. I throw my Giants hat to the floor in anger, and I ask, why did the Giants pick Eli Apple? Oh, man. (laughs) That was rough for sure. But I will say this. If this whole DeAndre Baker, again, if this whole DeAndre Baker situation escalates, this would also be a player that I wouldn't mind reuniting. You know, it, it's a whole different coaching staff with the Giants right now with, with Joe mm-hmm. Judge and they have Freddie Kitchens in there. They have they have a whole bunch of names and a whole lot of guys that have done a lot around all, all leagues, NCAA, uh, junior college, NFL. They have a whole lot of names. So, I mean, that's definitely somebody who I think that they could coach up. I think he had the size. I think he had the tools. I think his mind wasn't fully on football. He had, like, a whole lot of things going on. He wasn't amazing with the Saints, but he was decent. It, it'd definitely be something that I'd like to monitor. I, I agree. Eli Apple, he he had his moments, and he's definitely he has the intangibles to be a good corner. He didn't have the right fit with the Giants in the beginning, but him going back to the Giants, I think, would be a solid a solid choice. I think him and the rest of the team, I think they will really succeed if he does do that. I think that would be an interesting take as well. And I feel you on that um, on that pain. I felt I felt that a couple right. times. Maybe they like two I can think off of the bat but yeah so the next one we have is Kurt Patrick Dre Kurt Patrick one of the better slot cornerbacks in the NFL in my opinion yeah I he he had that stint in the Bengals and made freaking Steelers life living hell. It's kind of fun watching those games. There's not too much to talk about him. He had a rough past, introduced with a lot of off-field issues, but I think he still has. Again, we're gonna go back to veterans teaching young people. I think he has a lot of knowledge that can he can pass on. I agree with them. So the next one we have is the running back, formerly the Falcons running back, top rusher, Devontae Freeman. What's your thoughts on Freeman? Um, you know, he's had he's had some injury problems in the past. I'm not sure if he still got it. I think he might be watched, you know, he's getting a little older. And those injury concerns mm-hmm. are definitely still there. Um, he, he, you know, he still might have it. He might be a good complimentary back to someone. But I personally, I personally don't see him as being a number one back anymore. I like that. I like that. So we'll talk about three more free agents that I believe should be on a well, might be on a team, might have some interesting takes, and then we'll we'll go on to our next topic. That we're going to discuss. Um, the first one I want to talk about is Jordan Reed. Yes, one of the more athletic tight ends in the NFL currently. Yeah. Um, really? I, I, if he was on a team and he can get his health issues straightened out, I think he could be, again, what he was that one year in the Redskins where he was just dominating the field he was one of the best tight ends in the game 
Yeah, for real. Really? Literally he, top five tight end. He was so sick. Yeah, that, like he was, he was killing it. Like, where do you see him going if he does get picked up, Zach? Where do you think he can shine the most? Ooh, man. Um, honestly, I, I think it'd be interesting to see him in Dallas personally. Ooh, that's an interesting take. I didn't even think about that. Just just loading up that offense well, even more. If he gets down the field, that is. Yeah. So I think there's one team that comes in mind. And yes, they have a tight end. But who cares? The Denver Broncos. Hmm. Again, loading up that offense helping out that rookie quarterback. Well, not rookie quarterback anymore. One year. His second year. You think even um, though they, teaching, they, they drafted Albert Ockett, whatever, and then they have Noah Faint, you still think they should take up Jordan Reed? Yes. Yes. Put in Reed. That dude is a burner. He can open up the field for Ju- uh, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant, and the rookie that they drafted. That would, that would seriously be so he, dirty. It would. I, I just I can see him in a Broncos uniform and I can see him succeeding in a Broncos uniform. But I guess we'll time will find out. Time will tell. Absolutely. Time will tell. So the next one I can see that he's a veteran. He was one of the best outside linebackers there was. And everyone knows him because he had that longest gold hair. Clay Matthews. What a player he used to be. What's your thoughts? For a right? What's your thoughts um, on Clay Matthews and where he could go? I'm not going to lie. I personally see Clay Matthews going to the New England Patriots. Their linebacking Ooh. court is not the greatest. I think, you you know, they like they like taking a lot of, a, a lot of seasoned guys who are, you know, fundamentally sound and Clay Matthews is extremely fundamentally sound. They coached him well over there in Green Bay when they were under McCarthy. You know, it, yeah. I, I I just see the fit. I think it would be a great pickup. I agree with you. I mean, thinking about that now, I'm it it would be a great pickup. I think if you go back to um, another linebacker that came out that I believe was on another team, I don't remember, but Gerard Mayo. Yeah, when he was on the Patriots. He was a monster. Yeah, he was awesome. And he was a veteran. I'm not sure if he still is, and people but he thought... was their linebacker coach a couple years back. He, he might be still. I'm not sure if he's yeah. still is, That's an interesting thing to bring up. And yeah, he was a veteran. People thought he was washed up and he went to New England, New England, I believe. I'm not one don't quote me on it. But I believe he started off somewhere else. I might be thinking of someone else. Let me look up this really quick. Gerard Mayo. He is still the inside linebacker coach for the New England Patriots. So that is... That is there. So nice, nice uh, pickup. So let's see where he got drafted. Okay, I am. I must be thinking of somebody else because he has never played 
outside of the New England Patriots. Oh, wow. He was a career Patriot. Yeah. He was a Patriot from 2008 to 2015. Not a long, not a long career. Yeah, only seven years. Wow. Yeah. I must have been thinking about somebody else, but there was some linebacker that came from somewhere who was a veteran to the Patriots that succeeded. I just don't know. I'm not 100% sure, but I think Clay Matthews could succeed. Definitely. Now, the last person I really want to talk about is some people might not even know him. He's really underrated because of the team he was on. And that's Ezekiel Anza, formerly on the Detroit Lions, the right end. Yes, quality player. He is. He is a quality player. I think he still has some youth in him. He's not super old. I mean, yes, he is old, but he's not extremely old. Yeah, no, he's not super old. He, he, he still has. He still should have a lot left in the tank. And he was their top. He was their top rusher for so many years. <laughs> I, I just, um, he's 30 years old. He's 30. He still has some years in him. Give him two. Yeah, yeah. Someone signed him to like a two year deal. Oh. Yeah, exactly. So I'm looking here. There is a team that is looking into him. The Philadelphia Eagles are looking into reuniting oh Ezekiel Anza with Jim Schwartz. Why? <laughs> how, how do you how do you feel about that, Zach? <laughs> yeah, um, if that could not happen, that would be great. Personally, as a Giants fan. <laughs> That's definitely something I would not want to see rushing Daniel Jones twice a year. Of course. Yeah. He is he is a great player. I Zach can attest to this. I used to love him in his early years and Madden. I used Absolutely. to draft him all the time. And he was a solid player in Madden too. He is definitely one person to watch out for in this um in this free agency, I'm excited to see where he goes. I, I wouldn't mind him in Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm going to tell you that for a fact. I would not mind him in Pittsburgh, but we have a solid D-line, D so I don't know. Just a few other names that we're not going to really go into detail, but... Um, sorry about that, guys. Yeah, Carlos Hyde is um, a player that comes to my mind. Um, yeah. He, he, he's somebody who, honestly... For free I, agents, I, yeah. I've really liked. Um, you know, I, I thought he was solid with the Browns, especially the uh, a couple seasons ago. He, yeah. he, won me a, he won me a pretty big bet. He won me, like, $250. So, so <laughs> I mean, maybe that's why I really hey. like him. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I think he's still got a lot left in the tank. I thought he was pretty good when he was with Kansas City and Houston. I thought he produced decently. I think he could be a, a a nice compliment to a couple different running backs and their systems. I definitely think he still has it in his tank to become a premier, not a premier running back, but a um, more capable running back. 
Uh, a couple of people we just skipped over, really, because um, we didn't have much to talk about. But Rashad Jones, he's still in the free agent. He's a solid safety. Delaney Walker, the tight end, amazing tight end. And Cameron Wake, who is, again, another veteran. Um, so the next topic is I'm actually really excited about. Because there's so many different factors coming into this topic. And that's comeback players. Could be from injury. Could be from off-field issues. I, it doesn't matter. If they weren't playing last year for a long period of time or only hit a couple of games, we're going to talk about them. And it might even be their whole season. They were playing, but they had the worst season of their career. Yep. We're going to still talk about them. So let's start off with the top wide receiver in the Bengals who doesn't want to be a Bengal anymore. A.J. Green. Zach, what do you think he's doing this year? Honestly, it's tough, dude, because I want to tell you that he's going to, you know, go to the old, like, get back to his old shape and, you know, just start tearing up the league again, but... I'm really not sure. You know, I want him to be healthy. I want him to be on the field, you know, helping Joe Burrow, building that connection. But it's really staying healthy, which he just has not proven that he can do over the past couple years. Yeah, he was one of the most healthiest wide receivers until maybe three years ago. And then he had that one really bad injury, and then it just went downhill from there. Um. If he doesn't stay a Bengal, I think he can succeed. I wouldn't. I would love him not to be a Bengal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> I don't want. I don't want them cover. Like I don't want to deal with that two times a year. But I really do think if he stayed a Bengal, he would really help Joe Burrow. I think he can put up the numbers of old. You have a quarterback that has an arm. Andy Dalton had an arm, but he wasn't consistent enough. He didn't have the best arm. You're talking about a quarter, a young QB. You have a run game now with Joe Mixon. You have like compliments throughout with Tyler Eifert and John Ross and all the others on that team. I think if he stays healthy and he can play, he he can go back to the old J, uh, AJ Green. I hope so. We'll see that. Speaking of comeback players... Another guy who's coming back is J.J. Watt. Larry, how do you feel about him? Because me personally, I think he has a really good shot at winning comeback player of the year. Because, um, you, you, you know, Ooh. he really is a great player. And I think he still has a ton left in the tank. I think he still has a lot to prove. And, um, yeah, I mean, only time will tell. But I think as long as he's able to stay healthy and stay on the field, he might have the best shot at winning this out of anybody on the list. So, you know, he ain't going to win the comeback player of the year because he's not in Pittsburgh yet, where he will be because his brothers are there. But (laughs) (laughs) I do do think he does have a high chance of winning that that honor. I really do think so. He, former multi-defensive player of the year, he one of the most fearsome DNs in the game. You think of DNs, he's one of the first persons you think of. JJ Watt, he brought in the premiere of fear in DNs to quarterbacks' eyes. 
Um, do I know what's going to happen with him in Houston? Not so much. I mean, that whole team is in shambles right now. Yeah, Bill O'Brien, what are you doing? I do think he's... Yeah, we're going to call you out again, Bill. What are you doing? Uh, yeah, he probably hates <laughs> What are you doing? Crazy. Yeah, he probably hates it. Um, but I definitely think he could be a premier premier right end. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens with J.J. Watt. Maybe he does become a Steeler, and I'm actually be even more excited. Yeah, that would be sick. Have the three Watt brothers together. That would be kind of crazy. So the next comeback player is... I don't know if he's still Zach's favorite, but I know a long time ago you used to love this kid. Yeah, you already know. Matthew Stafford. Yup. So what you got on Matthew? You know, I, I, I still love him. And the, the, the quarterback coach that they had last year, who's now, you know, with the New York Giants, um, he, he was great. <laughs> he, he, he was great. And um, statistically, before the injury, Stafford was having the best season of his career. So, I mean, you know, he's still, he still has a left in the tank. And Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of fired up now. He might be the one who gets comeback player of the year. He might have the best shot, honestly. And, it hel- I mean, it helps that he's a quarterback, of course. But I, I, I don't know, dude. I, yeah, I still it does. think he's got it. And they added DeAndre Swift. And they have Carryon Johnson. They have a deep backfield. They still have Kenny Galladay. They have Hawkinson taking the step because, you know, rookie tenants always have a bad first year, typically. That's, like, typically the trend. So, so you know, if he takes yeah. another step, that offense yeah. could be lethal. And they have a lot of weapons, and they're giving Stafford a chance to succeed, which he didn't really have earlier in his career, personally. And their defense isn't wasn't bad last year, and now they um, drafted Okada, who's the lockdown of lockdowns of corners this coming out year. So I, I think their defense is going to give Stafford enough times to be on that field. I think I, get, I agree with you. Stafford with that big arm. He's going to bring some numbers. I, I, You know what? I'm going to go out with a wild guess right now. And you can write it down. I'm going 4,630 yards with 28 touchdowns. How many picks? That's what I'm going. I'm going 10. I'm going 10 picks. All right, I like it. I like it. Because he, he is known for just, just bombing it. You know, what? I'll I'll write that down. I'm gonna write that down right now, just to keep that Honestly, in the back yeah, of my mind. Should, and then we can revisit it in the podcast later on. Yes, yes, I will. Let's write it down. And meanwhile, as you're writing it down, I'm gonna talk about another quarterback who is gonna be coming back off of an injury, and that is your team's quarterback, Big Ben Roethlisberger. How do you feel about him coming back? And you know, but now leading your team after dealing with Mason Rudolph and Doug Hodges for a year. Not saying that they're terrible, but they're no Big Ben. They're no Big Ben. So give me one second. Let me finish writing this down. I said 10 picks, right? Yes. All right. It's written down, guys. So now it is in the books. So Big Ben. Everyone just saw he can now officially throw an NFL pass. Woo! Juju throwing out the Twitters. He's back. Stay tuned. And let me tell you, I looked at the video. I looked at his training videos. He looks healthier than any other Big Ben year. He looks like he's healthy as a horse. And I'm so excited to see him back because him 
leading that offense is going to be with that defense with that defense is going to be exciting i am like smiling ear from ear because i am truly excited to see the steelers i'm not gonna lie though with big ben i'm not gonna lie i have to say this it's it, it's gonna be tough for me to think that ben roethlisberger is gonna be able to be comeback player of the year because i mean he he, he starts I, off the season with the new york giants i mean like what do <laughs> that's like an automatic loss. And then, and then, and then they, they but, off on the wrong but wait, 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 Ben Tomlin and the Steelers have only lost. I don't remember the exact record, but they have a very high winning rate on Monday night football. And we're playing on Monday night primetime. So better watch that out giants. Cause here we go. So talking about Big Ben, another player that had a really down year. He was top. He beat out Antonio Brown when he blew up. Is Juju Smith-Schuster? Where do you think he's going to be showing up this year, Zach? Um, personally, I think he is about to have a bounce back year. I think he's going to be the Juju that he was his rookie year. I think he's gonna be putting up those numbers especially with big ben back that's gonna be huge i, I, I really do think about yeah back. It's, i don't it's i don't get a lot of the juju hate personally i think he's a great player real i really don't understand either i don't understand the juju hate i don't understand it when did steeler fans become so disgusting and i'm a steelers fan they're disgusting they're hating on this team way too much I agree. I think he's going to have a really good year this coming up. I don't know how it's going to be exactly the same as the year that they had AB, but he's going to go over a thousand. I'm going to say it. He's going to go over a thousand yards. He's going to bring this team right back into what that offense was before, especially with Claypool, Washington, Johnson, Eric Ebron, and my boy Connor in the backfield. I'm excited. Speaking of Connor in the backfield, could he be a comeback player? I mean, you, you know, he could have a bounce back year. He's he's somebody who who definitely shot under what I thought he was going to be doing last year. I thought he was going to be a lot better personally. Well, he did miss four six uh, four or uh, four to six games. He missed that that many games. He had a rough. He had a rough. Um, Rough, rough offense. That when he was playing, that offense was just horrid. Yes, that they couldn't get anywhere. That's also valid. And yes, he has had of his injuries both of his years. He was injured. But let me ask you this: If you're running full force into a C.J. Mosley, into a Bobby Wagner, into any of those hard hitters, you're bound to get injured. Yeah, eventually, right? Everybody gets injured. Everybody gets injured. And again, um, we're going to go back to that Steelers hate. I don't understand the hate on Connor. When Connor was healthy, he was a workhorse. Like he just tweeted out, he is Pittsburgh through and through. If there is someone combined with a city like that, why get rid of him? Come on, man. I, I think he will have a great year. I don't know if he will win comeback the year. 
But, but he's better um, than he was this past season. Yes. So two other um, names we're just going to go quickly because I bet you guys are tired of hearing the Steelers <laughs> is Eric Ebron and Stefan Tuitt. Those two, I think, will be... Eric Ebron wasn't on the Steelers, but now he is, so people are probably tired of hearing <laughs> the Steelers. Um, I think Eric... I, <laughs> I think Eric Ebron is going to be a fantastic player um, with the Steelers, and Tuitt coming back with that awesome defense of last year, I think it's going to be even better. I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm personally... So, Ebron we'll skip... Well, but to it, come on, come on. You don't think that defense is going to strive with a premier pass rusher? Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> so, our next one. He was the talk of the town. The WWE 24-7 champion. The newly acquired Tampa Bay Buccaneers tight end. Rob Gronkowski. With his quarterback, Tom Brady. So, Zach, does he have what it takes to become comeback of the player of the year? Um, you know, uh, yeah, he does, dude. Um, you know, he, he's probably the best tight end of all time, I think. Um, so it's definitely gonna be interesting. He's reuniting with Tom Brady, and they have Godwin on the outside, along with Mike Evans. I don't know how you can cover everybody, I really don't. You can't. I, I don't think there's a, a single possible way you're going to cover Mike Evans, Gronk, Chris Godwin, and O.J. Howard. There's just no way. I, I don't see it. I, I do think he has a big possibility of winning comeback by the year. I don't want him to because I don't think anybody wants him to. Except Tampa yeah. Bay Buccaneers fans. All right. Um, moving on to another player who's going to be a comeback player. That is Bradley Chubb, outside linebacker for the Denver Broncos. Someone who broke the rookie sack record his rookie year. Uh, Larry, how do you feel about him? I think he's going to have a really good season. I think he's going to bounce back. And, dude, I, I, these Broncos, bro, are really going to be someone to watch out for in the coming years. They're such a young, great team. They really are. <laughs> They're, they build it back up. Do you know who they have in the in the front line? They have Jarrell Casey. Yep. You add Von Miller. You add Brand, uh, Bradley Chubb coming back. That team is a team to watch, and I think Bradley Chubb will come back. And I'm going to write it down <laughs> right here. Here's another Larry take. I'm saying 15 sacks. Really? Oh, wow. That's a lot. I mean, I, I, I can see it, though. I can see it, though. For sacks. Sure. 15 sacks. I'm going there. Let's go. I like, it. I like the take on it. Let's go. <sighs> Why do I have to talk about this <laughs> yes. guy? Oh, I'm my so God. I'm so happy it fell this way. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <sighs> Our next man is Nick Foles. Zach, what do you feel about Nick Foles with the Chicago Bears? I don't. I'm not even going to go in this com- conversation right, anymore. So, so, so I'm a, <laughs> I'm about to throw a hot take out there with Nick Foles. My hot take is is that uh, Nick Foles rid- will not start more than four games for the Bears this upcoming season. 
Oh. Yeah. Will not start. Yes, sir. More than four. You think Trubisky's coming back? I do. I I think he's about to bounce back. I think the Bears are gonna really regret declining his fifth year option. I, I, I like it, dude. We'll, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I don't know how they feel about keeping somebody with that big of a contract on the bench, but that that's my hot take for the day. Yeah. That's your hot take? I already went two. You got one. Let's go. Um, I'm not going to really, you know, yeah. how much I hate <laughs> Nick Foles, so I'm not going to go into it. Let, let's not go into it. Let's go to the next one. All right. Next name <laughs> on the list is somebody who I love, is somebody who I – when, when when the draft was going on and he kept calling, he kept, I agree. I kept being like, "All right, it's it's about to be him." And then it wasn't him. I'm like, "All right, no, 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 this one is really gonna be him." I'm pretty sure I was at your house watching that, and I would and I would be like, "All right, every pick, this is gonna be Derwin." James, we were, and it would never be. Every it would never pick. be. Starting from pick like seven, Derwin. And he dropped James. all the way down to the Chargers, and he he's somebody who is really he he's the definition of a hybrid safety. He can play in the box. He has range up top. Um, yes. you, you know, he's he's really a great player, and um, I hope he can bounce back from the ACL injury. Um, I hope he can because, you know, other than, back in the day, it used to be like a death sentence if you got an ACL injury. Like when um, like when Reeves really got was. the ACL injury, like it, everybody freaked out. But, but, but now it's starting to get more common. Everyone freaked takes. So, yeah, um, I'm, I'm like, I agree with you. Derwin James, I'm excited. I am really excited to see him back on the field. I I love him as a player. I hate going against him whenever my team plays him, but he he is a hybrid. He is the definition of a hybrid safety. He really does remind me of a harder hitting Troy Polamalu. Like he is just all over the place, and he just hits I like harder. That comparison. That's a good comparison. But um, I, I am excited. To see him back on the field. Uh, the next person we have is Mr. Todd Gurley. Zach, what do you think he's going to do in the Falcons? I think he's going to do absolutely nothing. Um, I think he's washed. I think his knee is gone. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly not Ooh. sure if he still got it. Um, I think I'm, and, and, and I mean that that seems to be the consensus consensus between the people I talk about. Except from someone who keeps trying to sell me him in fantasy, um, but yeah, dude, I I think he's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I was. I don't know what happened to him. He was the best runner in the game, and then he got an injury, and he was just nowhere to be found ever again. I don't think. I think they're going to regret not keeping Freeman because I don't think Gurley's going to be anything like he was. I really don't. But we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Um, okay. The next the n- one that we have coming in is yeah, someone go. who's been comeback player of the year I pretty much every season that he's been in the NFL. Um, Darius Geis. <laughs> Will he will he be able to stay on the field? Will he be able to produce like everybody thinks he's going to this year? Every single year he's had a season ending injury. Every single year we've always <laughs> come back and say he's gonna do it this time. And he gets injured again. And again. So will he do it this year? Let's go back to the topic. Will he do it again? 
he was one of the best runners coming out of college of his year. I think I think if he could stay healthy, hell yeah. I really do think the Redskins need him. I really do. The Redskins need him now more yeah. than ever. And I think he's going to become a yeah, premier I mean, running back. Taking over who's not, you know, a fully developed quarterback. I mean, he barely played last year. Uh, they they need a run game. They really yeah. need a run game that they can rely on. It's either him or Bryce Love, and both of them yeah. have had yeah, right. season-ending. <laughs> Redskins have terrible luck. All right. So will it be guys? Who knows? We'll see if he can even stay on the field. <laughs> the last person we have is the big man in the center who I actually thought was going to be defensive player of the year last year. CJ Mosley. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, he's he's somebody who I really liked since he was drafted by Baltimore a couple years ago. I thought he was the next Ray Lewis. I'm pretty sure I said that when he was drafted. I, I, I was so hyped for him. And um, you, you did, you know, I, I still think he's a very quality player. I think he's going to be great for the Jets. Um, he, he just has to stay on the field. And I'm, I don't believe he's had injury issues like consistently. I feel like this is just a one thing. So no. honestly, I, I think he's going to bounce back, and that's definitely yep. going to be huge, a huge addition to the centerpiece of the Jets defense. Help. That's what they were missing last year: run exactly. stopping ability, and he brings that all to the table. He is the definition of run stop. I really do think he's going to bounce back huge. And I think we're going to see a dynamic defense for the uh, New York Jets. And it's going to be scary, especially with a wide open division like they have now that Tom Brady's gone. All right. So it's we're wrapping up the podcast. So we're going to do we're going to try to do this every week. And it's not going to be the same question, but we're going to try to do a GM perspective question where we take our favorite teams, we ask a question, and we try to change up our team in a way. If it's drafts, if it's free agents, if it's etc. So today, you're going to go for a sec. If you were the GM of the Giants and you can trade one person to be on your team, who would it be? And who would you trade to get Let's your guy? Let's go. I live for this. I love this. All right. So I'm Dave Gettleman. I see during the draft that we got, you know, we got Andrew Thomas and Matt Pert to help out the offensive line. We got Xavier McKinney in the secondary. Um, we, you, you know, we franchise tag Leonard Williams. We still have Dexter Lawrence on the line, blah, blah, blah. You know, we got we got Blake Martinez, Kyler Fagrell, the linebackers. You know, we, we're doing a great job. But one thing that we do not have is a coverage linebacker, and that's something that we desperately need. If I'm Dave Gettleman, I'm calling up, and I, and I have the chance to trade for anybody. I'm calling up the Atlanta Falcons, and I'm asking for Deion Jones, one of the best off-ball linebackers in the NFL. Um, if you look at his PFF numbers from 2016, he was the best off-ball linebacker coverage-wise in the NFL. Um, the injury played 2017 season was what it was. Um, you know, he he came back, and he's still one of the best off-ball coverage linebackers. I think him mixed with the run-stopping abilities of Blake Martinez. I, I think it really would help complete that Giants defense, and I think it would really push them over the top to be a contending team. I like that. I really do. So, what would you trade? I would trade a second-round pick of this up of this year and then a third-round pick of next year, personally. I think that would get the job done. And if it wouldn't, we could sweeten up the deal. 
the the furthest I would go is probably a second and two thirds. Okay, I like it. I like it. I I like it a lot actually. All right, so if I was Pittsburgh, and after I say this, you're probably going to be like, "But why?" So I would be calling up the Houston Texans, and I will be grabbing Will Fuller hmm. the fourth. Nice, interesting. I think he could complement with Juju, Claypool, and the rest of the team. I really do think he could be a premier wide receiver with Big Ben as quarterback. Now, with O'Brien doing <laughs> whatever the hell he is doing, that's oh, yeah, a possibility. Oh, man. <laughs> now, you probably were thinking J.J. Watt in the back of your mind because I've been talking about J.J. Watt, but no. We're going to get him on the free agency. You see me? <laughs> So Will Fuller joins the Steelers. I would give up a second rounder this coming up year and James Washington. That is a solid trade. That is real solid. Really even too. That that's what I would do. So I I'm Yeah, yeah I that's what I would do. I definitely like- <laughs> it's actually funny because it's actually funny because before this whole take, I actually had someone completely different in mind. Same team, but completely different and completely different position. But we're not going to go into that. So, guys, thank you guys for tuning into this episode. Again, we'll, we're going to try to get it every other week. Every other week, we're going to release an episode and we're going to talk about some fun stuff. Um, this COVID-19 is getting crazier and crazier so please stay safe and take all precautions because because things are getting insane Um, join us next episode of the Corner Post podcast and enjoy our talk about football and everything other football until the season starts we're going to have a great time All right, have a great day guys